Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. I was 11 years old at my first national championship. I fell I don't know how many times. Michelle Kwong is the most decorated figure skater in U.S. history. When I had a dream, my dream came true because I dedicated myself. Dedication made Michelle Kwong a champion. I was passionate about something and I made sure that I worked hard for it. And dedication can make your dreams a reality. Whatever your dream and goals are, they can come true. Dedication. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. The Meditation Museum in Silver Spring, Maryland offers a variety of courses and activities to make your life go a whole lot smoother. Located at 9525 Georgia Avenue, you will be able to experience the beautiful silence that's in the space. There are courses in Raj Yoga Meditation, Positive Thinking, Stress-Free Living, and Personal Development Classes. For more information, call us at 301-588-0144 or visit us online at meditationmuseum.org. Om Shanti. time that we choose to be aware doesn't necessarily require me to just sit and meditate, but even while I walk and move around, I can be in a meditative awareness, which is awareness of the soul, the original, eternal imperishable being of light. For a little while, I'd like to invite you to be present, to be here, and to be now. Allow your mind to settle in the moment, to relax. This meditation is about awareness. It's about becoming aware of your original and eternal self. It's about connecting to your truth. Let go of your name. And observe yourself feeling nameless. Let go of your gender to discontinue thinking you're a man or a woman. Let it go and observe 
how you would feel walking around without a gender. Let go of the role that you play and let go of the titles that you own. Observe how you're feeling as you are gradually letting go. Let go of your religion and put it aside just for now. And let go of your nationality and even the language that you're accustomed to. Imagine you have no name, gender, role, title, religion, nationality, or even a language. Ask yourself. How do you feel at this moment? And in this feeling, who would think of you and who would you think of? Supreme Soul would think of you, and you, the liberated soul, would think of the Supreme. In this state of absolute freedom, I am truly who I am. A free Peaceful, pure, immortal, and eternal soul. Allow yourself to just be absorbed in this awareness. Welcome to America Meditating Radio. That was Letting Go from Inclusion Revolution Together with Love by yours truly. I'm your host, Sister Jenna. And it's been quite a sombering few days, hasn't it? 2020 has really started out with quite a unique energy from the fires burning in Australia to bombs in Iraq to the passing of Kobe to impeachment trials, and we're in search for something to give us an element of joy, of love, of freedom, 
And one of the greatest gifts that we have on our planet today is art, or the arts, and in particular, music. We've all come to know by now that music has become one of the world's greatest healing sources, better than any pharmaceutical company can prescribe a drug to make you feel better. When you hear some of your favorite songs, and especially when it's done from a vibe that comes from deeper than the the player, the instrument, you know, it can really shake the soul and move the soul in a different direction. A few days ago, some friends of ours, they were over their house and... um, I had heard of a singer called Nina Simone. I had not heard of her before until um, Sananda had told me about her. And they have this documentary on her, and for the first time I got a chance to listen to her music on Spotify, and I was just completely moved by the energy of what was sitting in her soul. And from what I captured was her incredible pain and hurt and suffering, knowing that she was such a talent, but in the United States of America, in her days, um, they weren't interested in black women being too much of a classical pianist. They just wanted her to be in a particular way, and there was such a pain in her voice and in her music, but a pain that also took you to a point of also recognizing your liberation and your freedom, that I think we all have the capacity to soar as high as we can if we're open to shifting maybe the song that we play in our heads over and over again of the stories of things that we as the living being has gone through and and can overcome that sometimes we just get stuck in a particular area in a particular place. Today I'm going to have a very special, or rather I'm looking forward, let's say that, to my conversation with Estelle California. Estelle is a French-born musician whose music has been inspired by many genres of music, including neo-soul, R&B, and world jazz. It is passionately devoted to freedom, though, justice, truth, and what she calls the light. It is her spiritual approach towards resilience. And like a phoenix that's rising from the ashes, Estelle has taken the perilous ascent from rock bottom and used the story of her life to create an empowering experience with her music. Her new album is entitled My Name is Freedom, and today we welcome Estelle California to America Meditating Radio. Hi, Estelle. So glad that you could join us today. Hi. I am so happy, and the meditation was so beautiful. I have to say it was such a beautiful, blessed moment to begin my day. I'm glad that it was. That was my intention when I produced it. Your story seems to be quite profound. And I'm exceptionally inspired by hearing stories of triumph. You know, how we find ourselves in particular places in our lives, and yet still, that light, that crack, that hope, that opening, that point of our life that pulls us back up, you know, more into our future. But let's get a little bit of, um, you know, more insight into you. You've said that you've had a real long journey. It's been a winding road. So before you landed in California, could you tell us a little bit about, just a little bit about your journey and what it's been like so far and what brought you to California? So tell us a little bit about you and what brought you to California. I think I always knew I had to leave France. I I always felt I didn't belong where I was born. 
the anything there. I fell in love with South Africa. When I've been there, I was in love with the land, the people, the resilience there, the legacy of Mandela is magnificent. You can see the people, it's amazing. Uh, but I could not stay in South Africa, like see myself living there because of still the, um, the segregation and the difference of and black and white people. But when I came to Oakland in California to visit the first time, I saw for the first time in my life a place where exactly what you said in your meditation, where what you look like, your accent, your come from, your, your color, and nothing matters. You just matter with what you do, but your appearance doesn't matter at all. And that was for me, I mean, amazing. Like I was, I was feeling, oh, this is heaven. You can be in a room with people from every color, every shape, and nobody's going to pay attention to what you look like. For me, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that about America, don't you? I think it's not America. I think it's Oakland. <laughs> it's Oakland. And, and it's Oakland. <laughs> I, I would not say the same for all America. I don't know all America, but I know I didn't feel the same everywhere. Maybe it's better, but here it's very special, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to hear that. Um, you've said that you grew up hearing deep racist statements and thoughts of people who think they're really not racist at all, and that since you were very young, you knew somehow that these statements were wrong. So since we're often influenced by our environment, how were you able at a young age to not be affected by the racism that you witnessed and to now be an advocate for human rights and freedom? Well, I have to say something, but what makes the most sense to me now is something like an old soul thing. Like I think there are things you can't explain to a young soul and even if you try, they will just not get like the truth, the, the importance of the truth, the importance of the soul cycle of the, I mean, there are things when you, I think I was born in a young soul place. And then I knew like, so I, because there was no reason rational why I, I would not believe them. You see, I was mm-hmm. the only one, I was young. And I think this is the only thing that, that makes sense to me now. I was very sensitive and also to the energy, you know, the unspoken things. And mm-hmm. I mean, black people in France, they have to be resilient because the way they're treated, because they have this amazing pure energy from Africa, which is about happiness. I mean, they are, I mean, Europe can say whatever they want, but they are more happy, many of them in Africa, poor than we are in France or in Europe or in the world with so much uh, richness. You see what I mean? Yes, I know happiness what you mean. It's, it's not in the culture. It's not in the money. Happiness is somewhere else. Yeah, I have seen that in the Latin community, in the Indian community, in the African community, and I think it might be from this very deep sense of family connection, one, maybe, I can say for India especially, their deep faith or devotion in their deities. But I will agree that in certain cultures you can observe and witness but also experience the depth of their inner strength and resilience, uh, despite all the obstacles that they go through. And it is recognized, and I think it does need to be recognized more, which you do, you do in your music. And so you started playing, I heard, the piano at age five. So what has been your deepest inspiration where music is concerned and what is your source of creativity when it comes on to making music? Do you have one? 
Well, I think we should talk for two days. <laughs> I have so <laughs> much to tell you. I have never seen somebody. I have so much to tell you. So where do I begin? I begin the piano classical, but that was very normal in Europe. It was not something exceptional. Then I studied the saxophone, the, the voice in the opera, but that was not meant to be a, a job. You see, it was just to get the tools for it. Uh, but I think that everything in life, each event, has shaped me to do what I'm doing now, actually. So even the, I mean, especially the, the hard moments, but I mean, everything. And so the, the musicians, I loved Argentinian music. I've been saying tango, and I loved all this music too. Uh, but of, mm-hmm. course, of course, Nina Simone, that you've been talking about, Nina Simone was a big mother for me, godmother, because she was in France. She went to France, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And I did the other trip. I went to America to be her. Uh, so she went to France and she was very, I mean, in my culture, she was big, bigger than Aretha Franklin. And right. because I had this concern already about injustice, very deep in my soul, Nina Simone, she was, she was very powerful about it. She was not faking to pretend to be pretty. She was not about pleasing nobody. She was just raw, uh, strong and powerful and saying her truth and defending her people and concerned and I mean her music still now if I doubt myself I listen to her and I know oh that's what I'm here to do that's there there is no more doubt it's amazing and so she's on the piano I mean with a classical training like me and she can be just by herself on the piano and she has such a, a dance energy right mm-hmm. she's very dance so she was a big inspiration for me, of course. And then how I received my song, it is amazing because, um, did you know Paul Senig? No, I don't. Oh, he's a spiritual channeler. Uh, and I was thinking about this because he's the only one who speaks a bit this way. I think there is my small self, right? And if I work with this one, I have nothing. So these songs, they come to me like I don't want to have them. They just I have to sit. And when I sit, I was in five minutes, the whole, the whole lyrics. It's amazing. Like the Black is the True Light song, I was driving. I had to stop, and I received the word, and I was, oh, my, why this word to me? It's amazing. Uh, the Star song, which is very bold and empowering, myself, I would be more self-educated, naturally. I received this huge word three years ago, and this word has been teaching me, leading me, empowering me, huge words. Like, I know my name. Nobody's going to make me forget. My name is Freedom. My name is Revenge. My name is Song of Justice and Forever Is. And I was like, wow. So I think I channel my soul, uh, something, my subconscious. You can call it however you want, but I channel something. Also, I had so many troubles with my brain in my journey of hardship. And the right so I would forget so many things of my past. I would be confused. But when I write, it's always clear and the truth. It's amazing. There is no more doubt. Beautiful. Uh, there is something magical when I write, yeah. Wow. That's, so mu- that's amazing. And, and when... I, I want to add just one little thing, sorry. But you know, uh-huh. the meditation is amazing because I have a song coming out now, which is called Who Are You? Uh, and I wrote this song. When I, when I was writing, uh, reading Saint Germain, the I Am Discourses, you see what I'm, Saint Germain, it's a, a Yes, saint. I do. And this song, it says exactly your word. Like, who are you when you know that you're not your body, your pain, your history, your culture? And it turned into very hot blues dancing, but it is the world that is exactly this. And then I say the whole true naked self. And the space you feel that you call freedom, 
I said that the, the love is everywhere, the light is gold, and this is this place you can have access sometimes when you take rid of all what is not you, actually. Mm, like your color, All what you said, I thought it was amazing that you begin your meditation this way. I was, oh, this is beautiful. This is perfect, right? That's amazing. So tell us about your new album, My Name is Freedom. I can sense just from our conversation that this has been your journey that you're leading up to that. But how did the album come about, and what's your favorite track on the album? That's a hard question. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's five tracks, and really the five pillars of my journey. Like each has been teaching me, each is so meaningful, so powerful. And also the order of them, like you have a journey when you listen to them in the order, it's amazing. So you finish by grateful. She's the, the, I mean, it took me a long time, you know, to be able to talk about what happened to me. And, and this grateful song is like the end of the journey when, when at the end of the anger, the pain and all what happened, you are thankful for what happened because you know that it made you who you are now. I would not mm-hmm. do the same without the hardship. I would not have to give what I have to give, the resilience. I mean, maybe there are some people who are born awakened, but I think it's a, it's a work. I mean, and also even when you begin to awaken, you still have to work to keep not getting asleep, putting back asleep. Mm-hmm. So, so the song "Right Food" is saying that I am grateful for all what the bad that happened to me, and it's, I understand why now it happened. Would you like to talk uh, about the, something that? Would you like to talk about one of your greatest life-changing experiences when you were younger? Life-changing, you mean like in a good way or in a bad way? Oh, everything is good, like something good. Well, when I was younger, I didn't have so much uh, life-changing good experience. I think mm-hmm. uh, I had a long, I thought I was cursed. I had a long, dark uh, journey. I had some good moments, you see, some good, I loved the music, I was creative, but it was dark, it was very dark. And when mm-hmm. I came here, I mean, in South Africa, I was, getting some light and see some people that I would feel like my my family in a way. Um, but then here, here, I mean, here I'm blessed to wake up every morning. I am so grateful to be here. The people are amazing. It's huge freedom. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So your first single, Star, was produced and arranged by Nar- Narada Michael Walden, who also produced yes. stars such as Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, Herbie Hancock, and much more. What was it like working with Narada? Uh, he's a Grammy Award-winning producer as well. Yeah, he produced the whole EP, the whole album. Well, it was amazing. He's a, he's a genius. He's very high energy. Uh, so it was very intense, very quick, everything. We did the song uh, live recording sessions because I was carried by the energy. I think you, mm-hmm. leave, you lose energy when you are just by yourself you know, in the studio. So we had amazing, high, intense energy, and I think you can feel that in the, in the city. Like, it's very intense. And it was amazing because he's brilliant. He's so creative, too. We could create so many songs every day. It was, it was a beautiful moment for me. And I had no idea in my life. I mean, if you would have told me when I was 30, 20, 10, that that would happen to me, I had no idea. Yeah, so it's a right. big... A confirmation. Oh, fantastic. So you also have another song called Black is the True Light, and it holds a real special meaning for you and connection with your own personal life. So can, tell our listeners a little bit about the connection that this song has with you in particular. So this song is huge. It's hard to, to put it in words, actually. Uh, there is the first 
and also when I received this word, I had no idea, right? You have to remember, I went to my therapist. I say, what is this word? Why do I, I write this thing? And now, three years later, I understand it's amazing and it's huge in my life. It's everywhere. So black is a true light. I think the first meaning is the literal one, like like these black people. I mean, for me, they are... This is motherland. This is the energy we should we should bow at. This is the people. I don't understand how even now today we can have some prejudice about the skin color. I think it's it's dramatic and ridiculous. It's it's amazing. Um, in the in the you see what I mean. I'm I like I'm I'm astonished that we still can be there today, especially in Europe. And also for me, these people in France when I grew up, they were always the people who were like. Um, the shame one, the mistreated one like me, but they were always happy and shiny and kind. They were staying kind. And that was my way of being. I was kind. Whatever would happen to me, I was, I don't know, that's an old soul thing maybe, you know, I don't know why. Um, so that's my, and I, how can I say, I had to give back to that. I think so much, I heard so much in my childhood and in my life in France. I had to say this to give back to this. I mean, it's, I could not live without speaking of this injustice. So this is the right. first meaning. And I think the second meaning is like the, the, that the resilience, that the light comes from the darkness we have to go through. And I think that the, the, this light, this, this real light that has been built to thrive, uh, to overcome in, in forgiveness and in kindness, uh, is yeah. the only one that's going to push the darkness of the world. I mean, this is the only way to to change. Mm. So coming from France and traveling through what you've been through so far, I know Oakland is like heaven to you right now. Um, however, I'm sure you do look at the news at times. And when you look at what's happening in the government, what's happening just at an emotional, physical level all around the world right now, how do you feel? Because I sense you're an empath, very sensitive to vibrations. So tell me, what are your feelings now about America witnessing it going through one of its darkest moments? So I have to, I'm very good for that. I have to tell you, because I have my main teacher, is called Jose Stevens, uh, and he's all about the big picture and the soul cycle. And that helps me because if not, I would be in anger all the time. And when you're in anger, you lose your energy, your vibration, and I think I have just nothing to give anymore. And, and that would make me very angry. Like when Trump came, I was, oh, God, where do you want me to move now? Like, you see, I have to move again. Where do you want me to go? Uh, but I, didn't, I don't have to go. Actually, I don't watch the news that much to, to not think in that. And I mm-hmm. remind myself of the big picture like the soul cycle, like we have to learn the lessons. And also that we had Obama for eight years. I mean, how big in the world is that? For all the kids, the black kids in all the world, in Africa, but America had a black president. We know that they come from slavery 400 years ago. This is so big, and it's not a straight road. You can't have Obama and then something else this way. You see, we, you have to have a backward moment. So we're mm-hmm. having it. We're paying, but I think it's worth to pay for this eight years of Obama. I think people don't see the big picture enough and don't realize how big for the world it is to have a black president for eight years. Even whatever he did, he didn't do. You can be ugly, but just the symbolic of it is huge. And I think mm. you have to hang on to that when you see Trump and you get angry and you get to see what I mean. You have to keep the, the big picture in mind. That's what is say, saving me always. Mm, it beautiful. is happening for you and not to you. 
So trauma right. is happening for us. So we can learn our lesson and move to a big motion forward after him again. Mm-hmm. So Estelle, do you perform while you're in California? Are there any performances that are coming up in the city for you? Well, we are putting that together, Mike. There's a lot of work to put all out. It's going to be out in 10 days, and then I have the dance, and we're going to begin to put some dates soon, yeah. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So will you be traveling around the country or just in California for now? Oh, my goal is to travel. I don't know how in the... I want to travel in Europe. I want to take this music everywhere. I dream about Africa. I so I have big visions, and I'm working on manifestations, like... As you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? You have basically inspired me. I just love your infectious energy. And I'm glad that you're here, and I'm glad that you are bringing your light to this particular country at this particular time, because I know we need it really, really, really badly. Any final words or thoughts that you might have that you'd like to share? Well, I am so blessed to have shared this moment with you. I am so, it was such a beautiful moment. I'm very grateful. Mm. So when it comes to one final question in terms of your taking care of yourself and spiritually empowering you, any particular technique that you use to take care of the soul at a deeper level that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, yeah, I have many because I did so much work. Believe me, the spirituality has been the the only thing healing me. Because like to get out of the fight or flight reflex that was destroying my body, I had to work big picture and spirituality and understand the lessons and that it's just for you to learn. So my now I think the self love is one of the biggest. Uh, because I do so many workshops and I work a lot on spirituality, and each time I see the people around me, I see we all miss self-love. It's amazing. This is something that mm-hmm. is, I mean, I hope my daughter will not have it, but this is the disease of the humanity. We don't have that. And then it's, it spreads everywhere. I mean, Trump mm-hmm. must hate himself. He doesn't like it, but he must. Uh, so self-love is a big, big thing. I'm still working a lot on it. And also meditation. I visualize, I meditate, the big picture. Uh, it's, a, it's a practice. And right. as my teacher, you have to keep working to stay awake. You have to just fall back asleep. So it's just every day, studying, practicing. And it's beautiful. You see, I talk with you. I feel way better. I love it. Yes. You know, we've been hearing a lot about self-love or self-care. What Does it start first, Estelle, at a thought level, or is it an action? I think it's an awareness. The first thing mm. for everything is the awareness of the problem. Like, that's why even for racism, to speak it. You have to speak the problem. And then from the moment you speak the problem, you recognize it, then things can move on in any ways they go. But as long as you don't speak it, you don't recognize it, then nothing can change. So for mm. me, it's awareness, and then you work on it as you can. I mean, there are so many ways, and I take them all. I mean, I don't, for me, I try everything. I'm open to everything, every teacher, and then I feel in my body if it works for me or not. Usually when it's inclusive, it works for me. I learn. It's the energy of the people too, but I mean, the, yeah, everything. Beautiful. I mean, we should try, yeah. Love hearing that. Thank you so much. Well, leave us with a website where our listeners can get more information on you, and we're going to play one of your tracks called Star at the end of the show And we thank you for gifting us with that, and we'll be playing it um, quite regularly. What's the best website for our listeners to get in touch with you? 
It's estellecalifornia.com. Okay. There is a big so Facebook page also where we're a soul family, I call it. We, have, we have so many beautiful people, uh, and the goal is very to, to interact from the soul, like exactly in your meditation, that there is no place for color, for prejudice, or difference. We're all one here. Beautiful, beautiful. We really need your message more and more, Estelle. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to end the show by playing your track, Star. We're wishing you all the continued success and best. And can't wait to see you accept your Grammy in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so much for this morning. It was such a blessed morning. I'm very grateful. Same here. Take good care. Bye-bye. Yes, bye-bye. I love her energy. Estelle California, uh, everyone. And for more information, just go to estellecalifornia.com. And, um, you know, you've got to start checking what's going on inside. And even if the road is winding, it's okay. Just keep pushing in and keep pushing in. Sometimes it's just not always going to come up roses. It might come up thorns. But keep pushing in. Keep pushing in. If you like our conversation, feel free to listen to it again on Spotify or iHeart. But remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we really are here to love each other the same. And let's continue performing our traffic control, pausing every hour on the hour for 30 seconds of peace, peace inside the self, and peace in your environment and in our world. Here is Estelle California and her latest track called Star. Take care, everyone. Santos, you can put the song Star in here because it's not uploading on the site. So this will be great. All right. Thank you so much. I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or in iTunes, 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.